What is up, PPLB? My name is Michael. And I'm Spencer, and we're from the PLB Jocks, the premier media-based organization in UPLB. And welcome to the very first episode of Inside LB, Get a Chance to Know Our Story. So of course, Spencer, as we all know, the UPLB Jocks really wanted to create this series that is with right. the aim of introducing and promoting stories about the people, the culture, and the rich history of LB, by LB, and from LB. You know what, since we're talking about LB right now, can I just say how much I miss the place already? I miss LB as well. Grabe right? Talaga. Exactly. And to be honest, not only that, but the overall experience, mm-hmm. the everyday life, and the different memories that we make along the way. That's why I really like the idea of having a podcast that talks about LB because after all, LB has been and will always be a home for all of us. That's right. I think one of the very reasons why LB is home for a lot of us is because it's one of the very few places where you get to be intimate not only with the people but with the place itself and you know that sense of community and familiarity that we have in LB that's very rare especially in the places that we are currently in right now so I agree with you Dalaga I think for a lot of people including the both of us we do miss LB so much true we've been in quarantine for I think almost 8 months now and that's That's been such a long time right so many things that happened in LB that you know sometimes I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like I've been away for so long that I forget some of the Estep's names or, you know, just a random place in LB. Exactly. There was just actually one time where I was trying to remember where Sewol Kitchen, our favorite tambayan, is located. And yes. I almost forgot that that street is named Raimundo. And that shook me <laughs> because I walk in Raimundo Street every day all the time. And suddenly now, I forgot So In my case, man, I always forget Agapita. And, you know, who forgets Agapita? Tapapis and Lomihan are there. So, yes. a lot of things really changed in the course of these few months. But other than that, generally, LB has changed. And, you know, these things could really be something that we can look forward to as we go back in the future. But at the same time, you know, I can't help but feel anxious as well. Because these changes, it's all new to all of us. And, you know, one of those things was the recent shift in the administration and the leadership in our university. That is right, Michael. Which is why we wondered what better way to kick off the series then with one of the biggest names inside the LB community right now so over the last few months it's very undeniable naman din talaga that our guest was able to rally a huge support behind his back so I personally got a chance to interview him for the very wow. first time a few months back so I would say no that it's really difficult not to root for him that is so true as I was scrolling through the different candidates for the position personally our guest for this podcast is actually my vote for the position so I can't agree more about what he said that he's really fit for the position that is right so for the very first episode of Inside LB join me and Michael as we pay a visit inside the Chancellor's office to sit down and get to know our newest Chancellor a little more casual and a little more personal so without further ado let's all welcome the man of the hour Dr. Jose V. Camacho Jr. Hi good afternoon CJ CJ how are you holding up with um the quarantine so far yeah um i have definitely adjusted to the routines of the of this pandemic so office home office home then the usual you know, routine that i had when when we didn't have the pandemic most of the uplb students and faculty members know you were once a student of uplb so we all want to know cj cj kung ano nga po bang batch and course mo when you were a student in uplb 
Yeah, I'm a batch 86 uh, BS uh, economics. Uh, I belong to the first block. It's the first batch of economics uh, student here in UPLB that was in 1986. Kami yung pi- pioneer batch. I am a uh, typical provinciano, came from uh, rural or barangay high school, graduating uh, on top of my class, and then I belong to the Agricultural and Rural Development Scholarship uh, program uh, recipients in scholarship to arts. So, uh, batch 86, typical provinciano, maraming mga bago dito sa UPLB. Pero ang nag-strike sa akin yung very... Uh, pagdating mo dito, wala nang valediktorian. <laughs> <laughs> Actually po, True. like... Yeah, yeah. Whether valediktorian like... ka o hindi. All unequal footing pagdating mo dito. <laughs> I experienced uh, a lot of uh, colorful lights sa dormitory, sa co-op, cooperative housing. Doon, kaming mga sudyante ang nagmamanage ng, ng dormitories. Wala kaming dorm managers. Ang tawag lang, siguro may dorm manager na nagmo-monitor lang ng behavior ng student. Pero as regard to uh, each unit's discipline, whether marirenew or hindi ang isang sudyante para tumira doon sa cooperative housing, would depend sa kanyang behavior. Siya ba'y naglilinis? Uh, regular ba yung kanyang pag-attend sa mga meetings? Uh, Etc. Malaki ang hinubog nito sa akin kasi ang daming, ang daming wala noon sa co-op. Uh, laging walang tubig, laging walang allowance, uh, usual stuff, no? So, uh, pala, sa tingin ko, malaki ang influensya nito para mas uh, mapagtagumpayan pa yung mga hamon ng buhay. If you can just imagine, uh, we have to walk papuntang kung saan doon yung mga baka, kasi doon lang ang may tubig. So, pag walang tubig, na laging walang tubig, lalong-lalo sa umaga, doon kami naliligo. So, alas 6 ng umaga, kailangan kailangan maligo then we have to rush going back to our dormitories kasi by 7 o'clock ay nagsisipasukan na yung mga sudyante ng mga empleyado so otherwise makikita ka nilang you know pan lang naka naka pan lang tapis lang or yeah so ganun ang, ang buhay dorm no I would say maraming parte ng buhay ko sa aking co-op life lalong lalo na din yung uh, pag uh, Sali ko sa student politics. Nung third year, nag-form kami ng isang student party uh, where I ran as uh, vice chair of the university student council uh, election. Pero hindi ako nanalo. <laughs> hindi ako nanalo noon. So, uh, I would say uh, nalampasan ko yung mga kahirapan, I would say, kahirapan sa student dorm dahil nandyan yung mga kaklase, kabatch, na tumulong pag walang allowance. And at the same time, anong sa nahubog yung minds ko sa yung pagmamatsyag sa student and campus issues extending towards national uh, issues. Ang malaking issue sa amin noon ay yung uh, there was this uh, proposed tuition fee increase and then, laging nawawala ang ilaw, pero laging nawawala ang tubig. Yung tubig ang pinaka-apektado kasi napaka, di ba, parang ang laging ang sinasabi, mas mabuti ng walang wala nang kuryente. Walang tubig. Yun yung mga realities namin noon. Kung ano yung mga realities na nararanasan ngayon, ay nararanasan na namin 
Oh na po, like hearing what Chancellor had to say, it's fun to realize na most of our experiences right now, I nangyayari na din pala before kasi share ko lang din po na ako I when I was a freshman student, I also was living sa ATI dorm and like nararanasan din po namin doon ang uh, walang tubig, walang kuryente and we had to walk such a far distance. Usually ginagawa kami kasi dahil sa org work. So, ang ganda lang na yung student experience sa uh, UPLB ay nag-resonate talaga sa everyone uh, regardless kung anong batch ka pumasok. So, anong klaseng sudyante naman si Chancellor nung siya undergrad? Yeah, unang na wala kami LB Square noon. Kung ang mga napapansin ko noon yung mga kagaya ng mga LB Square na mga gimikan, ang mga gimikan noon are mostly nangyayari sa kanya-kanyang mga kwarto sa dorm or kanya-kanyang mga dormitories <laughs> or mga boarding house. So, so nandun yung mga gimikan, no? Ako ay estudyanteng dahil na exposed ako sa maraming kasalatan or shortages sa public school, sa Barangay High School. Uh, mahina pa yung pundasyon ko. Mahina yung pundasyon ko sa academics. So, I have to study a lot. <laughs> Kailangan ko mag-study. Kailangan ko mag-aaral mabuti. Lalong-lalo na kasi may scholarship ako na dapat uh, i-maintain. Sa totoong buhay, ako'y nahirapan. I have to struggle a lot. Kailangan kong magpursige. Uh, kung ang mga kasabayan kong mga batchmate, yung mga blackmate ko ay maning-mani lang nila ang math 11, math 14, mga ganyan. Ako, stat. Ayan, stat. Ayan, stat. Hanggang ngayon. Siguro kung kung hindi ako magpupursige, baka, baka talagang hindi ko natapos ang pag-aaral ko. Actually, pinaka-relate po ako sa sinabi niyo na yung mga na-experience niyo po na hardships as you were a student back then sa UPLB, it really helped shape kung sino ka ngayon as a person. What do you think is the main difference ng culture before sa LB and yung culture ng LB now? Sa amin, mas marami ang activities sa loob. Co-curricular activities, student-based activities, mas marami ang nagana, nagaganap noon sa loob ng campus. Uh, debate at kung ano-ano pa. Hindi kagaya ngayon na maraming mga, of course, maraming pa rin na-hold uh, inside the campus, pero uh, mas marami ang nangyayari o nagaganap sa labas ng campus. Eh, nandyan na yung mga inuman, mga kimika, <laughs> sa mga resort. No? Uh, meron din kami yan noon, pero yung student uh, cultural life mas hosted or conducted sa, sa loob. Because unang-una, siguro, kukonti pa kami noon, unlike ngayon na we're about I mean, 13,000. Kami noon siguro mga 7,000. No? So, we can afford to be hosted or to hold programs inside the campuses kung kahit magsabay-sabay. As a student po, yan, nabanggit niyo po kanina na one of the biggest issues na kinaharap niyo noon, CJCJ, is yung tuition hike. Pero other than that, ano po pong mga pressing issues na you would say nag-shape at tumatak sa inyo talaga bilang isang undergrad na studyante sa LB? Tumatak sa akin yung nakusahan si Korya Kino, President Korya Kino, na nagtago daw sa ilalim ng kama sa Malacanang dahil daw sa pagkatakot. Parang ganun eh. <laughs> Pero ang gusto ko lang sabihin ay yung banta sa gobyerno, nakita na namin ito during our time. At uh, the same issues of corruption, the same issues of uh, promises uh, being broken by by the administration. 
However, this time, ang contrast siguro ay nasa-surface ka agad yung issue because of the social, social uh, media. media. Yes. Yes. Noon, na uh, only source of the information is uh, through radio and, and television. As a scholar ng bayan, it is, you know, one of our responsibilities to really be aware of these things na nangyayari sa paligid natin. Kasi, after all, ang learning, hindi lang naman siya nalilimit, mm-hmm. diba? Within the four walls of the exactly. classroom. So, for the next question, actually, CJ, CJ, we're gonna step out of the classroom, <laughs> step out of the <laughs> university. Ang next question po namin is, paano po yung naging journey niyo as a dean? Right after graduation, I was hired as research assistant sa Department of Economics. Dami kong narating na, na mga areas, regions, and provinces because of conducting surveys. And then, mga three months yon I applied as a faculty sa una sa UP Rural High School kung saan unang nahubog yung pagtuturo ko uh, ng economics. Uh, two, years akong, uh, two years ako naging faculty sa UP Rural High School and then nakalipat ako ng faculty position sa Department of uh, Economics. Uh, naging instructor ako. Uh, then, in 1994, uh, I was given uh, a government scholarship by the Dutch, uh, by the Dutch government to wow. take the master's uh, sa Hague sa Netherlands and then alam niyo naman kapag uh, kapag ikaw ay uh, nabigyan ng pagkakataon uh, na mag-leave and to pursue higher studies advanced studies uh, kailangan magbigay ka ng in return you have to sign a contract no? so yeah. I have to sign a contract hanggang sa nakagraduate ako matapos ko yung aking degree bumalik ako for so many years Uh, yon nakabalik ako uh, after two years nakabalik ako sa Department of Economics taking my masters after 10 years pa ako actually nakapag PhD uh, but before taking my PhD uh, yon na, na na promote ako from after taking my masters uh, nakabalik ako I was promoted to assistant professor hanggang sa uh, in 2000 Uh, one, I was uh, appointed as chair of the Department of Economics and naging uh, chairman ako ng department. But that was my first major uh, administrative uh, position in the university. No? Pero siyempre, uh, nandyan pa yung mga nagiging committee heads, okay. uh, instruction committee, research committee. And then, uh, noong 2004, I was uh, nominated for a PhD uh, program in economics. Wow sa Kyoto University under a JICA, a Japan Government Scholarship. So, I, I finished it in 2007 and then I returned uh, sa university. Uh, pagka balik ko, uh, binigyan ka agad ako ng assignment as an associate, as a associate dean ng College of Economics and Management noong 2007. So, sa tingin ko, Malaking bahagda nito ng aking uh, experience bilang administrator, academic uh, administrator. Uh, you know, being an associate dean, uh, you're, you're assisting the dean in the day-to-day affairs of uh, the college, uh, of economics and management. And then, uh, at the same time, naging chair ako ng social science and humanities committee ng graduate school. 
So, doon ko na, na papag-aralan yung workings ng graduate school. Ano ba graduate school? So that by uh, 2012, yun, uh, I ran uh, as uh, the next dean of graduate school. And uh, for, uh, I now on my third term as dean of the graduate school. Uh, maraming challenges. Uh, marami, sobrang dami ng challenges. Uh, una sa student and faculty welfare. Nandiyan din yung resource generation. Uh, you have to uh, be at par to make graduate education be at par with international standards, global standards. You have to institute new programs, new uh, initiatives uh, for internationalization, new innovative programs, new inclusive programs. You know. So I would think my experience as uh, an admi- academic administrator has uh, prepared me a lot for this position of uh, to be the next uh, chancellor of UPLB. Uh, I would say uh, napakahaba ng academic uh, leadership positions ko sa university, starting from committee heads. Saling pusa ako ng mga komitidati dati, oh, kung ano-ano mga pinapagawa sa akin. Oo, grabe. From simply lang uh, pagsusulat ng proposal, simply, uh, you know, uh, coordination work ng mga college, ng department, hanggang sa naging committee head, naging chair, naging associate team, na, naging dean. So, lahat ito nag-prepare, I would believe, uh, prepared me a lot for this new position of uh, being a chancellor of UPL. So, basically, it was also a long journey. Pero what remained pa din is, nasa LB pa rin kayo. CJ, CJ. Hindi na kayo nakaalas. Ayan. So, um, in relation to that, I would want to ask, um, what made you stay? Like, also, as a teacher, parang ano po yung nagustuhan nyo sa profession nyo that made you love teaching? Hindi lang siguro inside the College of um, Economics and Management, pati like sa buong UPLB in general. Yeah, uh, what made me stay... Uh, one main reason is, ewan ko baka cliche na to, no? but I want to give back uh, what the university has uh, given me in developing me as a person, my profession. Uh, malaki ang nayambag ng university sa akin. In other words, uh, yung pagiging scholar ng bayan ay uh, tumatak sa akin na kailangan kong magbalik no kailangan kong magbalik ng aking uh, serbisyo at ito ay parte ng aking uh, uh, serbisyo para makapagambag para sa you know uh, sa kaunlaran ng university sa national development and pursuing national development. Uh, pangalawa, siguro hindi ko alam ang buhay ko kung ako ay nasa labas ng uh, pamantasan. Kasi sa pamantasan, sa UPLB, dito sa teaching, mas sa tingin ko, mas magagawa ko kung ano yung gusto ko ng may, mayroong freedom, you know, may, may, may kalayaan ka. Uh, oh yeah, that's the academic freedom. But at the same time, I can do research no? and I can do public service or extension. So, itong tri-functions ng university, compared to other careers or other professions, wala nito sa ibang ibang larangan kung hindi lang sa pagtuturo. Uh, lalong-lalo na uh, dito sa UP, UPLB. Kaya isa ito sa mga hindi ko 
hindi ko makikita, hindi ko hindi ako pwedeng umalis. Parang inalis mo ako bilang is, parang isda ako na kapag inalis mo sa tubig, talagang manlulupay pa ako ta ako mamamatay. So needless to say, parang natural choice naman po sa inyo yung pagstay sa academe. Yes, uh, it is napakalaking kanon, uh, influensya sa akin ng academe. Uh, pangalawa, at or pangatlo siguro, ano, uh, kung bakit uh, malaki ang pagmamahal ko sa pagstay ko sa university. Uh, naging influence ko rin kasi ang aking mga magulang, mga educators. No? Mga oh. educators. My father who passed away ten uh, years ago, uh, naging superintendent, naging Uh, regional supervisor director ng Department of Education. My mom also passed away uh, last year was a professor uh, at a state university. So, malaki yung ambag nila uh, kung bakit uh, naging malaki ang pagmamahal ko sa pagtutubo. It's very inspiring po, no? Like, the way you tell your story to us and of course, the listeners ng interview na to. Kasi, personally, I feel like as a student of UPLB, after hearing what you've told us about your story, your journey towards being a dean and now a chancellor, it really inspires me to have a leader na mahal yung university and at the same exactly. time mahal kung ano yung kultura and ino-offer ng university. That's why I believe no matter what, gagawin nyo pa yung best nyo para sa UPLB. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's really inspiring din po at the same time to hear na yung inspiration nyo po were your parents to become part of the academe. And being a teacher, I think after hearing what you said, you really love doing the job. So, can I ask din po, what kind of teacher si CJ, CJ sa loob ng classroom. Kayo po ba yung nagbibigay ng leeway sa deadlines? Kung kayo po ba yung prof na strict? Na, you know, parang <laughs> oh, strict. <laughs> ah, yeah. Nung mga nauna kong uh, taon sa pagtuturo, naging stricto ako. Talagang pag nahuli ko ang cheating, pag, pag may nahuli ako ng, ng, ng cheating sa, sa klase, talagang minamark ko talaga yan. Naka-account talaga yan sa final grade. No? Anong sa may mga bumagsak. No? But then, uh, through the years, I try to understand uh, uh, student life condition or situation. Kasi especially when I reflected on my experience. No? I reflected on my experience. Iba-iba kasi yung mga conditions, situations, kahirapan, mga agam-agam ng sudyante. So, I would say ako ay uh, kumbaga uh, nakapagbawas na or nabawasan na yung pagiging tricto ko. But I will still uh, exact the same uh, level of, of standards that all uh, UP students must uh, uh, endure, no? uh, must live up to, must uphold. Yun. Pero kailangan uh, mag-agree tayo. Nakakodify dapat yon. So kunwari, kung kailangan ninyo ng, ng deadline, then kailangan anong oras, anong araw. Okay. And beyond that, uh, yun, may deductions na, may, may, may disincentives na. So, through the years, I try to work on uh, incentives and disincentive schemes in my life as a teacher. No? So, 
in that way, mas na-inculcate ko yung discipline. No? And mas nakikita ng mga estudyante kung saan sila makaka-adjust. Ibig sabihin, uh, makapag-submit ka pa rin, for example, ng requirement, pero maraming ng deductions kung if you go beyond the deadline. So, nandun pa rin yung level of uh, academic excellence and exacting uh, the same uh, discipline. No? discipline. So, uh, kwela ko Akwela uh, ako na picture. <laughs> Oo nga po, it shows. <laughs> hindi ako, Juan, hindi ako, uh, alam mo yun, I can be patient sa klase. Uh, hindi ako pala sigaw. Kapag may maingay, uh, I just, you know, hindi ako magsasalita, keep silent, and, you know, until I see that everyone is, uh, you know, uh, tahimik na lahat sila. And, hindi ako, Juan, Of course, uh, there were times na when I caught talagang wow, as in very kwan, ano? napaka grabe yung cheating that I have to give outright uh, five, no? five uh, failing grade sa isyan. And he or yeah, he or she admitted, inagbit talaga niya yon. And at the same time, uh, he took the 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 course uh, again under my my my. <laughs> So, so namin niya, and I think uh, that's a good lesson to be learned, no? Yes. And so we yeah. meet again. <laughs> On a personal level naman po, what do you think are the characteristics that you have not only as a faculty but as a dean in general in terms of your leadership or your work ethics that made people trust you enough para you become a dean and eventually now you're standing as the next chancellor of PLD? I'm more of a, you know, consultative person or, or a leader. Marami ang nababagalan dahil I, I consult people or students or faculty uh, when I come up with decisions. I create committees to napag-usapan yung mga issues, nagko-consult sa mga stakeholders. Yung communication, I believe, is a key ingredient. So, kapag nagko-communicate tayo, nagko-consult tayo, we try to distill things, we try to uh, screen things out, ano yung mga essentials, non-essentials. Malaking bagay sa akin yung consultation communication. And at the same time, I, I value hard work, meaning dapat kung gusto mong uh, umangat, kailangan pagtrabahuan mo yan. Kailangan mong maging masigasig. Kailangan mo maging uh, masipag. Kailangan mong pag-aralan ano yung mga nitigriti, ano yung mga details para maging successful ang isang project or initiative. No? And that and that requires, hard work requires discipline. No? Yun, pagiging consultative and pagiging, you know, uh, kailangan maging matyaga ka, hardworking para maging successful sa mga sa mga meet-in. Kung ano man ang gusto mong marating o ma- makuha. Uh, not just, hindi lang sa academic uh, environment, pati mismo sa practical life. It's interesting po, no, to hear those leadership notes because me and Spencer are actually two of the <laughs> possession holders within our organization, the PLB Jocks. And it's really inspiring hearing those words from you. Follow up lang po CJ CJ dun sa nasabi niyo na syempre within the classroom you're the type of teacher na discipline but at the same time may kwela po. Curious lang po ako saan po nanggaling yung dong yung ding dong po na na um, tawag actually, sa'yo ng mga students. Actually mas bet ko yung CJ CJ ngayon. <laughs> True. It's, it's, it's a lot more cute. <laughs> yeah, saka ang pangit daw nung nung dong sa ibang lingwa. 
Huwag yun ay Google search, ano. Pero, <laughs> hindi daw malaswa daw yun. Anyway. <laughs> Vietnam, ang dong kasi ay, ay pera, no? It's currency. Uh, well, dong is, ano, kaya hindi, hindi ko masyadong, kwan, hindi ko masyadong, hindi ko nalaman sa aking mga magulang bakit dong. Basta, yun, na lang, dong na lang na nalaman ko na. Um, so like natural na lang po siya natawag sa inyo since bata pa po. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <okay>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving forward, balikan natin yung sinabi kanina ni CJ CJ. Nabanggit niyo po na one of your principles talaga as a leader is being consultative and I would just like to say na that's also very commendable po kasi nabanggit ko po kanina I'm also part of perspective and during our coverage of the whole chancellor selection process, one of the qualities talaga that stood out for me personally as a student is that we We have a nominee na willing mag-consult at magtanong sa faculty, sa students, and it shows po talaga. So I would want to ask you po personally, do you think yung mga qualities na nabanggit ka kanina that you have, yung pagiging consultative, communicative, at hardworking nyo po, uh, do you think those are the kind of qualities na kailangan ng isang leader ng LB right now? I would believe so, except that uh, in this level of leadership position, mas demanding yung time. Mas demanding yung decision making, especially when decisions need to be uh, done at a certain time. And therefore, yes, you can still be consultative, but you have to be quick in weighing and on deciding uh, uh, what needs to be done. So yes, pwede pa rin maging consultative, pero kailangan mabilis yung mga pag-act mo sa mga bagay-bagay. So, did that um, also played a big role sa pag-craft nyo po ng objectives nyo as a new chancellor? Uh, yes. Uh, kasi uh, during this time of uh, search process, ang bibilis ng mga pangyayari. You have, uh, napakabilis. Uh, palagay ko yung yung search process is just a you know uh, an eye opener of uh, what one should be expecting about the position no ang bibilis uh, uh, time uh, in terms of ano la, la, na unfold yung mga bagay-bagay within a day or two minsan oras lang nababago yung mga pangyayari so kung hindi ka mabilis mag-isip mag-decide maraming mga opportunities na pwedeng ma-left out actually in line po yung next question po namin for you CJ CJ like in this current setup po na meron tayo which is very fast paced and sa tingin niyo po as the new chancellor of the University of the Philippines Los Baños like how do you cope with these new conditions or situation na meron po tayo because what people don't realize no na it's not only for all students na mahirap yung transition like everyone really is affected we want to know po like how are you coping up with the transition online yeah indeed itong it, this these times are, are are difficult and tough no? these these times are uh, teaching us that we have to be one be aware of one's situation or conditions because marami ang naapektuhan ng pandemya level of difficulties uh, would, would vary from one place to another from one person to another from one family to another one faculty to another pero at the same time we have to realize by 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 recognizing the the level of difficulties you learn to be again siguro cliche na ito but you learn to be to be more understandable and to be to be compassionate i see that because i have my my children who are also studying and 
despite of being given the resources, meron silang mga computers, they still uh, find difficulties in coping with this uh, remote learning. Uh, iba na yung sitwasyon nyo ngayon sa pag-aaral at uh, ano yung mga dapat ninyong gawin ay uh, malaking pagkakaiba nung bago nagkaroon ng pandemia. So sa tingin ko, kailangan nating maging uh, yung, yung pagkakaintindihan ba? Considerate po. More considerate and more more compassionate. No? Totoo po, especially now, sa current setup natin as one of the students under CAFs. Personally, it's hard po talaga to manage everything lalo na online kaya it's really the capability na meron tayo to put ourselves into others position para maintindihan po natin yung situation na meron din sila and after all sino-sino po po bang magtutulong tayo-tayo rin po exactly. yung community yeah. Yeah. actually some of the things na prepare po namin for this interview nag-ask po kami ng questions from student bot na gusto po nilang iparating towards sa new leadership na meron so, one of the questions actually is connected na dun sa pinag-uusapan natin kanina, right, Michael? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, from the Bachelor of Arts community na meron sa UPLB, they want to ask, in your objectives as the new Chancellor of the University of the Philippines, Los Baños, how will you make sure that the BA community, the BA students, are integrated in your plans po? Because uh, in my three years po as a student, since I'm also from the BA Communication Arts, so personally, I feel like there's such a little attention given. Like the past administration has so little attention given sa BA Communication Arts students, especially. Most of it ay natatapos na sa OICA. And then kami po personally ay marami rin hinaeng, especially when it comes sa pagkakaroon ng sariling spaces with our theater productions or like as artists and writers na I feel like mahalagang pinafoster dapat ng buong UPLB community. So, how will you make sure po na we're part of the conversation, we're integrated sa plans as you go through your administration for the coming years? I try to recognize your concern and be able to understand uh, situating it in my overall vision of future-proofing UPLP. I believe that to develop students' critical thinking, creative thinking skills, we should be uh, fostering activities and programs that will really develop these skills or, or competencies. So, in addition to, of course, the usual staple of curricular program revision or, or review, dapat paigtingin natin yung mga, mga cultural spaces ba? Uh, spaces and activities where your skills and, and in your competencies can be further honed or developed. This was this would refer to what I call uh, developing this pride of place. No, we, we should be valuing our local history, our culture, what makes us as a person, what contributed to our development in terms of, of uh, uh, the role of culture, of communication, of arts and the humanities. Mas naiintindihan ko siguro yung importance ng social science, arts, humanities, and the philosophies because when I took my undergrad, my minor actually is uh, sociology and political science in addition to economics as major. So, dun mas nahubog yung, yung pag-intindi ko kung ano yung meron dapat ang lipunan, ano, uh, history, politics, and society, uh, the humanities. Kung paano ito mahubong yung, yung sense of uh, that pride of place. Now, clearly, uh, we will establish programs and initiatives. Now, to put it more concretely, uh, last week, 
no so sasabihin ko na kayo unang mga kaalam I not, <laughs> exclusive even, uh, I didn't even tell this to the to the new inco- to the incoming management committee but kung meron ni Prof Yapo no Prof Yapo and a faculty of uh, the department of social sciences They went to my office to to present the plan for uh, how can we uh, develop partnership with the NCCA, the National Commission for the Culture and Arts, for us to do cultural inventory, inventory. Wow. So what, what makes our local culture? Ano ba yung mga activities natin dito, yung mga festivities natin dito? Ano ba yung mga nangyari dito sa UPLB? During, for example, World War II, bakit may loyalty day? Bakit may buko pa? Bakit may 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 uh, bakit dito ang uh, nandito ang iri? Bakit ito ay sentro ng ng agricultura, etc. etc. But putting a sense of you know uh, uh, hindi hindi lang siya token ba? Hindi lang siya token na uh, activity. But we try to depict a more academic uh, interrogation on the thing. That we are proud of. Yes. So, uh, for example, uh, in that uh, plan or proposal, nagkaroon din kami ng pag-usap tungkol sa mga art spaces where students or my spaces or places or venues where, for example, yung ating mga performers natin, uh, choral and some what, what else? Another arts uh, group, Filipina, uh, Filipina can do their rehearsals uh, practice. This, uh, safely, alam nyo yun. So, yes. we should be providing uh, rooms nila. No? Sana mangyari lahat ito. Uh, we will be doing resource generation activities. Uh, for instance, the one 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 uh, plan that we propose is uh, what if we convert a Baker Hall as a place for uh, exhibition of our of our heritage. So, nandyan yung uh, it can be an exhibition uh, place or venue, yung mga ganon. Uh, so, Baker Hall can be refurbished, uh, renovated. So, uh, these things must uh, really uh, be proposed or planned. Uh, after all, uh, the great universities abroad, not just in the Philippines, they have seen the role of arts and culture and, and humanities and the social sciences in the development of, of a society or community. Uh, yes, we have niched of uh, agriculture of science and technology and biotechnology on the environment but at the end of the day it's still men it's still you know tao pa rin yung magkukonsume tao pa rin yung yung uh, makikinabang ng lahat nito so i believe that we we should be developing all these areas and therefore malaki ang pagtingin ko sa multi and cross and and transdisciplinary studies transdisciplinary perspectives of how we do things in the university na dapat yung mga scientists should be working with communication experts yes. with humanities experts you know uh, after all uh, problems nowadays are not just confined within one expertise uh, or solutions no dapat we work together cliche na ito ano pero dapat mas mas ginagawa natin dito sa sa UPLB known to be a, a science and technology and agriculture campus 
To add to that po, no, CJ, CJ, na like, we're also living in a time na convergent na lahat ng industries, no, na it's, it's, it's the age of social media. So, um, most of these issues, you have to communicate it then. And to communicate, you have to hire, like, and work with communicators talaga. And also, can I just say na I, I love the proposal of having kind of like preservation of culture sa LB. Because one of the reasons then that nagta-thrive talaga yung artists and writers sa LB is that meron tayong sariling space and sariling kumbaga circle na merong sariling sobrang niche na um, yung writing community. It's a great idea to preserve that at para i-expand yung um, sense of pride pagdating sa pinanggalingan natin in LB. Yeah, uh, I hope we could be second to UP Baguio. UP Baguio being instrumental in making Baguio City as a cultural hub, uh, entrusted by or well supported by UNESCO. The Chancellor, uh, Chancellor Rovelio, was very instrumental in advancing the studies about local history and culture. So we hope we can be the next campus to be instrumental na mas mapayabong yung yung ating cultural heritage. I hope po that transpired kasi after all the culture in LB is really interesting, you know. It is, it is, it is. It, We it have so many a, things to offer beyond yeah. the usual buko pie and yeah. um eerie, yeah. like and dami mong may explore at matututunan talaga. It has a very interesting uh, history. Kaya la, lahat tayo uh, lahat tayo na estudyante from humanities, arts, social sciences. We have roles to play para mapa-surface pa itong sinasabi nating pride of place. Ayan, so actually that is our last question po for you for this interview. Pero before we end, we would just want to ask, uh, what is your message to your constituents of course sa LP? To our UPLB uh, constituents, uh, these are difficult times, these are hard times. But lahat ito ay lilipas. Lahat ito ay uh, malalampasan natin, uh, lalong-lalo na kung meron tayong uh, pagkakaisa that we become more compassionate, understanding, and more considerate to one another. Malapit na po ang ating uh, pag-assume ng leadership sa UPLB. And uh, I pray and I hope that we'll be more... Uh, You know, makita sana natin na kailangan tayong magtulungan. So, kung meron po kayong mga kailangan iparating sa amin para mas uh, ma-improve pa ang ating pamamalakad, please let us know. We have our emails, our phone numbers where you can raise those suggestions or comments sa UPLB. Salamat. Once again, that was our incoming Chancellor, Dr. Asevi Camacho Jr., also known as CJCJ, which, by the way, stands for Chancellor Jose Camacho Jr., as we found out from him today. So, on behalf of the UPLB Jockster, we want to thank you for accepting our invitation. CJCJ will also be assuming his office starting on Sunday, November 1. So, of course, we expect nothing less than what he promised. And also, sir, we wish you a huge good luck for the years to come. That is right. Spencer, thank you, CJCJ, for giving us the chance to get to know you more before you officially take your seat as our new Chancellor. For all of you guys who are still with us until the end, 
we hope that you've enjoyed this episode because more of these will come on your way as we continue inviting more people in the next coming episode. So stay tuned. Also, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media accounts. That's at the UPLB Jocks on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> because we will be releasing a lot of content, including, of course, the next episode, which, by the way, is hosted by Hunter and Margo. Do make sure to follow us on those accounts to keep yourself posted for more contents like this. That I guess it. that's it for our episode, right, Spencer? That's we it hope for that episode one of Inside LB. True. Inside the Chancellor's Office. We hope that you've enjoyed because we definitely did, and it was fun talking talking to and knowing more about a new chancellor. Once again, this has been Michael. And I am Spencer from the UPLB Jocks. The premier media-based organization in UPLB. And this has been the first episode of Inside LB. Get to know our story. Bye. Stay hydrated.